No man can have a peaceful life who thinks too much about lengthening it. Seneca. A long, prosperous life is a preferred indifference, according to the Stoics. They were more focused on the quality of life over quantity. And they don't think one's quality of life depended on health or traditional notions of success. Instead, they thought it consisted of quality of thought and character. Hello, my fellow Stoics. Thank you for listening in to today's episode. I know that last week we discussed impermanence, and it was primarily about impermanence of external things or external people. So remembering the death of, of loved ones and uh, applying it to also the things that you like and enjoy. But today we're going to turn inward. We're going to contemplate death and how to live. Because as the Stoics would say, for as long as we live, we will continue to learn how to live. Now, in the modern sense, we can look to the advancing technology and particularly anti-aging technology, which I think for a very long time has been lacking as far as a proper definition for anti-aging. I mean, we're always aging. <laughs> um, you can delay the aging process, but you can't stop the aging process or reverse it. I think just recently there has been some technology that has discussed you know, reversing some ailments uh, which are caused by the aging process. But that's for a different story. That's not in mass production. Those are things that we do not have control over. Don't know if they're going to come to market. Don't know if it's actually going to work. But nonetheless, as a Stoic, we can pro practice on today's things. Uh, the present moment. Because when we look inward... As, uh, as for looking into the impermanence of our own lives, I think it's most important, and the Stoics would also agree with this, or should I say, the Stoics have said this, and I agree with this. <laughs> and it has to do with how does thinking about your death actually impact the way that you are? Think about this, for example. There are... Many people who think that, you know, they're going to be dying soon or the idea of their death scares them so much that they act unvirtuously. Now, that's a really big pill to swallow because on one hand, we can think, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. But what does it mean to act unvirtuously because you are afraid of your own death? For example... You can act unvirtuously by not being moderate. And because you fear death, you need things. You need stuff. You need more clothes. You need more, um, of more cars. You need more trips. You need more of just things you don't really need. You are acting, acting unvirtuously to yourself by doing that simply because you fear 
death because you fear the idea of not being able to experience those things again. But do you really need those things? And I'm not saying don't treat yourself every now and again. I'm talking moderation. I'm talking temperance. How are you treating yourself? Right? Now, the, the other side to that coin is, how do you treat others because of your fear of death? I mean, we can think about friendships, for example. Some people quite literally cut out friends because they aren't exciting enough. Because they are not outgoing enough and you fear not being able to live that long that you need people who will push you to go to clubs, who will push you to spend more money while you're losing out on quality friendships. Quality characters to interact with. Another thing is entrepreneurs who, who um, and not, specific, not just the general sense entrepreneurs, not looping them all in, but people who want to make money on their own and turn to scamming. You are acting unwise. You are acting unjustly to get money because of your fear that you will not have that by the time you die. Because that's what it's all rooted in. You know deep down that you will not be here forever. And that fear drives you to act unvirtuously so you can gather as much money as possible at any cost. Greed ends up taking the place of justice and temperance for your fellow man. You are acting unvirtuously by doing that. As a Stoic, it is best to look inward and to ask yourselves, why am I doing the things that I'm doing that are rooted in being afraid of death? Do I need a new pair of shoes? And more particularly, do I need a replacement pair of shoes or do I need the next drop of most expensive pair of shoes when I just need shoes? That's where it comes to acting with temperance, especially if you are looking inward and you're thinking, well, the goal is my quality of life. It is not a good quality of life if your finances are not straight and you are spending money you do not have. You are not living a good quality of life because what feels good in that moment is buying those pair of shoes. But what would feel so much better is buying them when you're debt-free. So, and that would improve your quality of life too, would it not? Because we live in a reality where we are controlled or a lot of our big, big, big decisions are controlled by debt. Debt-to-income ratio, credit scores, things like that. And you are impacting the quality of your life in the future because of your desires, your uncontrolled desires for what you want now. You should be getting out of debt, for example. You should be acting virtuously and put a stop to things that you don't need at the present moment just because you fear that you won't have it in the future. Which And, and you'll lose out on that moment. Why? Because we're not here forever. We all know that. It's all rooted in the idea that we are not here forever. YOLO, I think, is what was very popular at some point. You only live once, so treat yourself. 
but is treating yourself acting virtuously when it's rooted in your fear of death. Instead, you should look inward as a Stoic and remember that your virtue is first and foremost most important before all else. And that virtue is, am I being moderate with myself? Are my decisions justly? Am I making wise decisions? Am I being courageous? All of these things have to be taken into account when we are making these decisions, especially when it comes to thinking about our death. So, as a Stoic, we should take this Stoic perspective of death and think to what Seneca had said, that no man or no one can have a peaceful life who thinks too much about lengthening it. And here's the thing about the idea of lengthening it. The anti-aging stuff, and I think this is, you know, more geared towards the health and fitness side of things, which is, we all know that fitness improves longevity, but it does not guarantee it, because you still have to take that drive home and to the gym. <laughs> and you don't know what would happen on that, on the, on that road. So, excessively working out, an obsession with working out, you know, that also has its downsides as well. If you are trying to use it as a longevity process, you should also understand that the quality of your life is also hindered if you are being obsessive with it. You are breaking your body if you are not just being consistent instead. You are not being healthy. I think right now it, it, it's quite alarming that uh, kids nowadays are, it's a very common thing that I see online that like people are, are using PEDs, performance enhancing drugs, all because they know that they are dying soon. Because that's what it's rooted in. You want to have the body now because as you get older, you may not have that body because why? Because your body is dying. Because you will encounter death. So before you die, you want this type of body. But the quality of life has now been impacted. Or should I say, it's risked as far as, you know, I know that some people who take performance enhancing drugs can live a good life still. But your chances of encountering something absolutely negative and hinders that quality of life, those quality of your thoughts can be far more damaging than just taking it slow, being moderate with yourself, accepting the body that you have now as, as related to your genetic potential. That's what I mean by that. Genetic potential. I may, my genetic potential may not allow me to get to the size of Arnold Schwarzenegger. And that's okay. But I'm going to be the best version that I can be, that my body can achieve. Because once you take those drugs, you do put, have this potential increased risk of having other health complications. Or excessively pushing yourself in the gym that you tear a muscle, that you break a bone, that you hurt your back, and it's never the same. It's these types of things that I'm talking about when it comes to this fear of aging. Aging is the side effect of death. Therefore, it is rooted in your fear of death. 
but think about it directly. Address the root that you should be okay as a Stoic with the idea of death. Now, same thing with uh, anti-aging products. I mean, of course we are trying to chase youthful bodies and youthful faces, but there is a reality that you can never escape, and that is no matter how much you do to your face, no matter how much product you purchase, you are still encountering uh, the aging process, the process of death. And that's okay. We are all fated to experience that. And I'm not saying never invest in yourself in that way. The stoic approach instead would be maybe preventative things in a moderate sense. That means making sure that you are not going into debt for this, making sure you are not overly um, buying drugs and or uh, procedures to look young. Don't overdo it. It's making sure that you are taking care of yourself first because the quality of your life is more important. The quality of your thoughts are more important especially when it comes to plastic surgeries and things like that. You have to make sure that your quality of thoughts are in good sense first before you go out and start doing these things. Because if it's rooted in, I'm not good enough, I'm not beautiful enough, I, if only I had my nose like this, if only if I had my eyes like this, if only I had um, you know, my body like this, all of those things are rooted in death as well. They're rooted in also insecurities, but it's best as a Stoic to accept first making sure your finances and all of these other things are straight. Make sure that the quality of your thoughts are good instead before you start jumping into these kinds of procedures. Because then it, over time, when you do do it, it becomes more of a, ah, oh, this is just a preventative thing that I would enjoy, but I'm not chasing the reverse. I'm not chasing to be this age. I'm not chasing to be perfect. I am just chasing something that would make me feel good for the moment, for this point in time, even though I know death is knocking on my door, even though I know that I will age, even though I know that I cannot delay the inevitable. So when it comes to thinking about our death, it's important to not just think about the process of death, to think that, oh, I'm not here forever, but also think about your character, the strength of your own character. Am I being virtuous with my decisions, with how I go about dealing with the ideals, with the ideas of death? Do not scam people. <laughs> Do not make a business just to scam people because you need a certain amount of money before you die. You need to experience that. Maybe not do that. <laughs> Choose a career you're passionate about. Choose instead a business model that you would be proud of. Choose instead that you are okay with the process, with that journey not with instant gratification. That is the Stoic way of looking at our death and choosing to be virtuous. Thank you for listening in. 
If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps out the show. If you would like to check out Stoic Sage merch or read the blog, please go to stoicsage.co. Also, give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook, and I wish you well, my fellow Stoics, on your path to sagehood.